Hey guys, welcome to yet another episode of the Let's Deep Mental podcast. I'm your host Genevieve Blessy and today we're going to be talking about my unpopular opinion. Opinion number one is money matters in relationships. And I know there's someone out here saying, ah, me as long as my partner is loving and caring and I don't care about money. It's not superficial to care about money. That's my opinion because hear me out. If someone is from a social class where they have a lot of money and they're used to spending a lot and whatever they see, they can get it, they get it. And then you, you're from a family where you have been taught the habit of saving because money is not always there in plenty. And then the both of you are in a relationship, it's going to become a big source of conflict because number one, the person who is used to spending will still be spending habits don't change because you're in a relationship and furthermore there are two of you so that person is gonna probably be spending more and uh, the person who is not used to spending is going to be like why is this person always wasting money and uh, the person who is always used to the habit of getting what they want and spending money because for them they believe that there's always more money to be spent Whenever the person who is used to saving saves their money, they're going to be feeling like, why is this person stingy? But in reality, they're not stingy. They're just not used to money always being there. And so they have to save up for emergencies because that's what they were taught from their childhood. And uh, it's very hard to change someone's upbringing unless they have intentionally decided to change how they view the world and so money matters in relationships and that's why sometimes me i wonder when i hear people backlashing at ladies who say that they want a gentleman who has money hear them out maybe this girl is used to a certain kind of lifestyle that they know probably this person won't afford and uh, they'll end up looking down on them and so there's no need for all of that like we need to understand that people come from different social classes and that's the reality and so it's a big factor in relationships because Pia, you guys will still want to do activities and activities require money. And let's say the person who is used to saving will feel like, um, maybe I'll treat myself once in three months, go for a vacation once a year. And then there's this other person who is used for going for vacations every month. And these people are brought together. And then one of them is feeling like this girl is asking for too much or this guy is asking for too much and then this other is feeling like this guy has the money or this girl has the money and is refusing to spend it and so don't say money doesn't matter in relationship money matters in relationships and uh, it determines whether the relationship is going to last long or not even if we take a look at statistics of divorce i'm sure money is among the leading causes of divorce and so it's okay if you don't want to date someone who doesn't have money and it's also okay for those people who feel like they can date people out of their social class it's allowed what i'm saying is that money does matter in a relationship and uh, if you feel like you don't want to enter a relationship because of money it's a valid reason as much as people shame it it's okay to not want to be in a relationship with someone because they cannot afford the lifestyle you want because there's actually no reason for you to enter a relationship which you know you're going to live or look down upon your partner 
because they can't afford the lifestyle that you can afford or that you want them to afford for you. Opinion number two is that no one cares about you that much and hear me out. People do love you and people care about you but no one will put you first before themselves. I used to believe the phrase love your neighbor as you love yourself which is something good to practice but as humans we tend to love ourselves first and uh, it's quite okay because no one is going to love you before you love yourself and uh, i used to get so annoyed when someone does something so inconsiderate and i would be like if i was put in their shoe i would have done better i would have done them good and so i don't know why they're doing this to me and then i came to realize that it's human to think of yourself first. Let me give an example of even someone who loves giving. The reason that they're giving is to see other people happy maybe. And by seeing other people happy, they become happy. And so it's them before the people. Giving makes other people happy, which will in turn make them happy and make them feel good. And that doesn't mean that they don't care. That doesn't mean that they don't love as much as they are supposed to it is just human let me just say that it is quite okay for you to love yourself first because i also love myself first and because everyone will always love themselves first and uh, don't come at me for saying this but even if you have you are happily ever after with someone and you think that this person is always going to put you first you are always going to come second before them. And that's just my opinion because whatever they do, even if it is for you, it's going to be for them in the end. Like there is always something that someone will always get out of doing something. If it's seeing people happy, that is still expectation. If it's because um they're going to be praised for being a kind person, that is still putting themselves first and it doesn't mean that they don't care let me repeat it just means that they are human and it's okay to put your needs first before others and that doesn't make anyone a bad person number three is that friendships require you to put in the work especially in adult friendships there is a lot of work that needs to be done in friendships you have to be intentional about visiting each other you have to be intentional about setting dates you have to be intentional about checking up on your friends you have to be intentional about communicating when you don't feel like communicating because that's what it takes to hold a friendship together you know when you are in high school friendship was as easy as seeing everyone every day in class or everyone every day in the dorms and then we come here to the outside world and uh, you have to actually make effort to just go and see your friends to hang out like you have to plan because everyone is so busy and so you have to really be understanding and reschedule it and that's the work that it takes to make a friendship meaningful and uh, last and it also takes a lot of compromise I used to be the kind of person that if I notice a trait that I don't like about someone, we are done until someone told me that sometimes you have to overlook some things. And I'm not saying 
you overlook toxic friends no i'm saying in instances like maybe this person likes giving false stories let's see that's just an example their false stories doesn't affect you in any way as as much as you guys hang out you know you're there for each other you know that this is my friend in the end if she has trouble or he has trouble i'm going to be there for them and they're going to be there for me and you people have something nice going on that is not a reason to invalidate the person and say that this person cannot be my friend because they like telling false stories because that might be the most maybe genuine and most loving person that you'll ever meet and you just disqualify them because of something that doesn't even affect you and yes maybe you you would want to make them a better person and it's okay you are allowed to maybe have conversations on the qualities about them that you feel they are disturbing or you feel like they need to know they have them but it doesn't take away the fact that they are a good friend to you and so no one is perfect by the way we all have different flaws even me when i look at myself i always feel like you know i'm working on myself i've got my shit all together like who doesn't want me who doesn't want to be my friend but then i have to acknowledge that there may be character traits um in me that are very hard like for example I usually don't know how to communicate and not in a way that I won't talk to you yes the talking of hi how are you nini but I usually don't know how to just open up to someone it might even take an year or two and so I may not see that as a flaw and someone else may be like why is this girl always so private and mysterious you know I personally don't like blowing my own bubble and so someone else might be finding it offensive and so the fact that I'm that way doesn't take away the fact that I'm a good friend because me not opening up okay <laughs> I can hear myself but then this is how I am I can hear myself feeling that I'm working on myself and I got my shit together but I really don't have my shit together. I usually have to constantly remind myself that I'm in the process of working on myself and I'm not a perfect person. But here's the thing. There are so many things about me maybe probably people don't like, but okay, I'm not going to say I'm a good friend. You're my friends. You can come and tell me if I'm a good friend, but it doesn't mean that I'm not a good friend, you know. It just means that I am different and people are different and I have flaws. And so learn to compromise when it comes to friendships too. People compromise so so much when it comes to relationships. They even forgive the shittiest thing. And then your friend has just done one small mistake and this applies to me too. And instead of you just going to talk to them, you start withdrawing and detaching, you know. And I keep repeating this thing like why are we as a generation so focused on cutting people off instead of building good long lasting relationships because relationships will always have conflicts yeah 
friendships take work and so don't just sit there and expect your friends to be visiting you expect your friends to be the one doing you also have to do you know some people are usually like this is my friend she loves doing this so let them do it for me because they love you also have to take initiative not that they are asking but i don't know it's it's a nice feeling to feel that your energy is being reciprocated even if it's not in the same way in a different way and so guys friendship take work i have had to learn this and uh, i'm still learning it i'm trying to put in the work because me i was the kind of person like if we talk cool if we don't talk cool i'm so in touch with myself like there's no problem but i came to realize that checking up on people is good because you never know what someone is going through especially right now um that i'm in my 20s and most people in my 20s will relate like we are going through a lot of things we are learning to be let's say financially independent to handle relationships in a more mature way we are learning to handle money we are learning to just do the inner work and then learn some things from our childhood and so there's a lot of stuff and everyone is so busy and you just have to be intentional about being friends with people creating time to hang out going out doing things that they love and that you love together it's it's nice it's a good experience opinion number 4 and i know i'm going to get a lot of backlash this opinion but i'm just going to say it because it's my opinion not ours is that you don't have to be religious to have a relationship with god I have personally learned to have an intimate relationship with God out of religion and it has been working for me so well because I feel like right now I'm so in touch with myself and so in touch with my communications with God and um I feel like he understands me more and more better I feel like I can now talk to him without feeling that I am being judged because um most religions i'm not saying any specific religion um tend to portray god as a person who just punishes crimes like we are basically taught that if you do this you will get this kind of punishment if you do this and that's usually the main teaching from when we are kids like and it's okay it's okay for them to do that to train us and because part of it is true but what religion doesn't portray is that god is also a really good and understanding god who created humans and gave us our own minds and uh, so that allows us to think beyond what religion seems to have taught us and uh, so if you actually believe in religion i'm not invalidating religion i'm just saying this is my own personal opinion that you can be spiritual you can have an intimate relationship with god outside your religious beliefs and it has helped me grow more and get to know myself more and uh, evaluate myself more and people who don't follow the la- the laws of religion are not bad people by the way i used to think this when i was a kid until now i am one and i have met really nice and accommodating people who genuinely love and care for humanity and everything around it but they don't believe in religion and so 
I think I'm just saying it so that people can uh, be aware and uh, for those who are already aware not to feel like there is a conviction for you to be in a certain religion for you to be termed as a good person or for God to love you because all religions will agree the fact that God loves us all and that God is good and he is understanding so I don't see the reason why um, uh, anyone should get judged or condemned for choosing a different way in which they form a relationship with their God because right now everyone chooses the things that make their friendship and work for their relationship and so i think that's how it should be with god people should have a choice to choose what their relationship with god looks like and that's just my personal opinion i know i'll get a lot of backlash from it but i'm here for it as i've said it's my opinion so don't come at me saying this is right or this is wrong okay you can come at me saying that if you have valid points, you can share it out. I'm a person who loves engaging in uh, conversations, but I'm not invalidating people who believe in religion. That's that's what I mean to say. Opinion number five is that energy doesn't lie. You know how sometimes you feel something like um, you have a bad feeling about an event or a good feeling about it, and then it happens, and then you're like, I knew it, I felt it. That's what I'm talking about. I think most of us should just learn to self-reflect and internalize and listen to whatever energy the universe is vibrating towards us. In the past two years, I've been practicing this and it has been working for me so well, especially when uh, I've finally just internalized that Whatever I'm feeling does not arise from my insecurities or from my unprocessed or unhealed trauma. I trust the gut feeling and just go with it. And this has helped me in just being more confident in some positive decisions and uh, saving myself from some negative decisions. And also it's been a lesson to trust it because sometimes I usually feel something and then I ignore it and uh, I'm like, I wish I knew, I wish I just trusted my gut instinct. And so, yeah, I think it's a nice thing to do. Let's all just embrace this habit of self-reflection and listening to ourselves. It, it helps a lot from personal experience. My friends have also told me it helps them, yeah. It works, by the way. When you have a feeling about something and you know for a fact it's not because of a past experience or because of some childhood experiences, just, I don't know, believe in it, go with it. It's actually the universe of God trying to communicate to you however you put it. Yeah, that's, that's what happens. And it also makes me so happy to see that our generation, most of us are now unlearning things from our childhood and just learning to form beliefs based on experiences and the reality that was not coded by someone or um, planted in our minds. And so as you do this, also learn to try and i'm not let me not say learn try to just listen more to yourself feel the vibrations tune into your energy and see what am i feeling about this event or this person or is it just me from my 
past experiences once you are able to distinguish this then everything works perfectly six is that it's okay to set boundaries with family members i know we are taught blood is thicker than water but also we should keep in mind that we are related to these people by blood and that doesn't make them perfect or take away their flaws in families we have junkies in families we have thieves like just because their family doesn't mean that you should exempt their character traits especially if they are toxic to you that is the main reason why you need to set a boundary and it's so sad that most of us are taught that no matter what someone does to you if their family you have to stay there and take it all in because their family and it's not the right way to grow up or even according to me to teach children because you teach them that they should accept anything from anyone with certain exceptions just as family and so maybe they will receive shitty treatments from their partner in future and then they'll be like i was taught if it's family you stay and you learn to accept and you learn to cover the toxicity and take it all in and it's just not right for our growth like we should not let our children in future or even ourselves go through keeping up with toxic people just in the name of family because some of them even are abusive people and others will keep up with it because they'll say this is my family and we are taught family should never maybe report each other and do this thing and it's let me say once again really sad i think we should just move on from the fact that there are good family members and there are bad family members i'm sure even for you you know some family members who don't care about you at all who don't love you or you or your side of the family at all and it's okay we should just not let them treat us like shit because they're family if someone is not treating you well even if they are part of your family it is okay it is right to set a boundary and you should not feel guilty at all like I have personally learned that and um, it's a good thing to let people know like I know most people don't know and even some of my friends disagree with this they're like if it's family it's family you should tolerate anything what if that person is a rapist what if that person is physically abusive are you just going to take it in because they're family you know those are the kind of things I'm talking about setting boundaries with family is not a crime you are allowed to set boundaries because you are a person and you cannot be depressed and hurt all the time because you belong to a certain family you get and last but not least is we should acknowledge and accept that different people have different standards whatever you might perceive to be good traits in a person is not whatever someone else perceives to be good traits in people because we are all very different raised from different backgrounds have different experiences have interacted with different people and so it's very unfair for us to assume that people should know the standards that we live by and live by them because they have also set their own standards and they may be expecting people to also live by them and so instead of us just setting random standards and expecting people to go with it if you feel like whatever someone is doing is wrong maybe they've never been told their whole life that 
what they're doing is wrong simply because maybe their parents are yes men or they have been surrounded by friends who are yes men if you feel like it's not right talk to them tell them this and this is why i don't think this is right hear from their point of view what their thoughts are on that and then you can all finally come to a conclusion if you don't agree well at least you had the conversation and if you do agree then both of you have gained something you have taught someone and they have learned something or you have learned something different and yeah that's just what it takes to be more accommodating and be open minded and know that we are growing we are going to meet people from different cultures different countries with different mindsets and so it's not actually fair for us to set the same standard as everyone because some people have even been taught some things that taboos and they come and see everyone doing it and uh, it's a shock to them and it will take some time to adjust to whatever they are experiencing their new experiences and so yeah that's that's just it learn to know that your standards are not other people's standards and so if you feel like something is bothering you communicate it let people know and let them hear why you feel like it's bothering you that's how you form very good and long-lasting bonds and relationships with people Thank you for listening up to this far and I hope you've learned something. Also thank you guys for the feedback I have been receiving. I love and appreciate all the support. I really am happy about it and uh, it just keeps encouraging me when I see people engaging and uh, leaving feedback. Yeah. If you're new here, I hope you enjoyed and learned something from today's session. and uh stay tuned for more interesting and educative content for those who love reading you can uh, visit my blog at letsdeepmental.wordpress.com and uh once again thank you don't forget to like share follow subscribe and feel free to leave feedback until next time let's grow together and stay together bye bye